Hi, we here at Grace Life would love to help you discover Jesus' unconditional love and grace for you. We pray that this message will be a blessing to you and further establish you in the truth of God's Word. the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's see what we stopped last time together. We share some words. Let's see where we at. What we learned last time. So, God is good that we know for sure. But why He is good? Because He is love. Because, because He is love. Amen. That's the most important thing to understand. God is love. He is love. He is not loving. He is love. He is what He is. And that's the difference between other religions. Other religions will try to trick you. Actually, not sincerely, people, but they don't understand what God is. They have other names, other identities. But God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but everlasting life. Says should not perish. What that means, perish, Rita? That means to be forever lost, to be destroyed, to be, to be nothing. To, yeah. Good. You don't cease to exist, but there's no life in you. Mm -hmm. Perishing, you get out. So we don't have kids in church today, right? No. Okay, of course you stay. Stay here, it's fine. Are, are the parents happy if we keep them in? Or do you prefer to take them out? Is there a problem in not taking them out? If so, I think they'll stay in because it's only Stay in. So praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's close our eyes and ask the Lord to bless us and bless this time. Thank you, Father, Lord, for this beautiful day, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that we can have church, Lord. We can have a gathering of the believers, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. That is what you are, Lord, what you want us to be, Lord. What you want us to have, Lord, to get together as believers, Lord, and share your word, and share your love, and share the miracles that you have done in our lives, and the miracles you will do in the future, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Because the end is not here. There is no end in the love and kindness of God, Lord. So open our hearts and our minds, Lord, help us to receive you, Lord, to receive from the Holy Spirit, what you have prepared for us, Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So, here it says, First Peter 3, 15 says, But sanctify the Lord in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to everyone who asks you a reason of the hope in you with meekness and fear. The Passion Translation says, but give reverent honor in your hearts to the Anointed One with Jesus, okay? And treat Him as the Holy Master of your lives. And if anyone asks about the hope living within you, 
always be ready to explain your faith. First Peter 5.17 says, Pray without ceasing. 18 says also, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus Amen. concerning who? You. Me? Yes. How about you? Me. Us. Us? Okay. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And first 19 says, do not quench the spirit. Do not despise prophesying. Prove all things. Hold fast to the good. And abstain from every appearance of evil. And then in 1 Thessalonians 5.23 says, And may the God of peace himself sanctify you. And may your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blamelessly at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. What's happening here? What he says here? I may the God of peace himself sanctify you. So the God of peace. Who is the God of peace? Jesus. Jesus. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, the one is the God of peace. Sanctify you. Cleanse you. Purify you. Yeah. How can purify you? Rita. Through the words. That's why we have the word. That's why we share the word. And one thing, a blessing actually, now when we have low sheddings, turn off the TV and read the word of God. Get a flashlight, light a candle, at the old days. The Lord reminded me, reading some different subjects of uh, the Christian life. The days of Jesus, they did not have Bibles. You know, the Bibles was only in the, in the churches, the small, you know, not temple or whatever, you know, the Jewish places. They have parts, roles of the Word of God. They couldn't carry it with them. But how they were sharing the word? With the word of mouth. With word of mouth. <clears throat> and Jesus came when he came and taught twelve disciples. So and seventy. And then he fed the multitudes. And he shared the word with his mouth. So how the world became a Bible, that's what we can explain a little bit later on. And that's what the classes we're going to have now every Wednesday. Please attend to them. Uh, if you can, come to Emily's place where they have a... Hopefully we can have electricity and uh, internet. Hope so. We need to pray about how to, we can go about that. So, but this is going to be a special class about the Word of God, how to grow and what to learn and what to really stakes in our lives and understand about the Word of God. Mm. Okay. That's something I wanted to share with you a little bit here for the beginning. So,
Jesus is the preeminent. That means he is first in everything. First in importance. First in honor. First in exaltation. And first in the whole universe. There is no other name being given on this world, in the other world, the universe, everywhere except the name of Jesus. And everything that has name or breath shall bow its knee in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Ephesians 1.22 says, and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Who is the head? Jesus. Who is the church? We, we are the church here. Please come in there. Welcome, welcome. Thank you. So, but you realize the power that the church have. Yeah. We have an amazing power. Actually, the Lord has given me a dream about 22 years ago, 23 years ago, about uh, persecution and stuff like this. And then we were running. And then I heard the voice, the power, you need the power of the church. I said, what? And then I was kind of shocked because I was hiding, running away and stuff. And then I saw Jesus for one second, sitting. Actually, I, I, more I realized what was the vision I saw mm. and what actually happened. He was not upstanding. He was sitting in a little stool. And he said, receive the power of the church and go on. And then actually I received, I felt so strong, so powerful. So I was going out and calling Satan where he is. To deal with. But the whole dream was to understand how much power we have Amen. when we have Jesus, the head of the church, and we are his body. We are the perfect power. Nothing can withstand in the name of Jesus. Everything that has name shall bow its knee in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things. Ephesians 1.22. I'm going to read up to Ephesians. And then 1.23 says, Which is the body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. And Ephesians 4.10 says, He that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens that he might feel all things. Where is Jesus now? Omnipresent. Where is Jesus? Omnipresent. Everywhere. Where is he seated now? In the right hand of the Father. Yeah. Right now, Jesus still fulfills his place. He sits in the right hand of the Father. Amen. He finished all things. But he sent us who? The, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. That he remains with us forever. So he can guide us and lead us for, and help us in all things. Please come in. Welcome, welcome. welcome. 
So that's important to understand. Jesus sits in the right hand of the Father. And he has done and accomplished everything he had to accomplish. So he sent the Holy Spirit so they can be our helper and guide us. And brings all things to our remembrance whatsoever he has taught us. That's important. Whatsoever. Please come in. Children. Some chairs. Okay. Children can be excused now. Follow Antirita. And uh, Auntie Heta. Thank you, these amazing teachers. God bless you. Thank you, Lord. So, so we have an amazing power to be part of a church, belong to a body. Sometimes we're thinking about, oh, this church is bigger, they have a better music or better thing. But the most important is, do we study, do we learn the word of God? That is the preeminence in our lives, that we be part of Jesus, be part of the Holy Spirit, be part of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, to get the power that we need, and the power that He can guide us to all truth. Because as we're growing and learning through the Word of God, and maybe sometimes we can praise the Lord for we have power cards, so we can tune in more into the Word, and instead of other things, and love one another, as uh, Auntie Cynthia said this morning, what a blessing it is to be power cut. So they both sit down together and talk and have family fellowship. Yeah. That's important for families to be together, Amen. to eat together, to study together, and to do things together. Mm. And church is important too, to have things together, to have fellowship. We have life groups, to have church together, to have meetings together, to know we are in each other. We know that we have somebody we can call. Come pray for me. Yeah. Or can I come to you? Yeah. Please. That's very important. That's a powerful. It's a power that you can really go lay hands on the sick. And the sick shall recover. To know what Jesus gave you. Gave you that power. That, com that commission to lay hands on the sick. To go pray for others. To preach the gospel. Yes. Not just to learn about ourselves and to be happy and rich and have money is not actually what he came here for. Mm -hmm. He blessing us because he is a blessing, not because we, what we do, because we believe in him, we want to be rich. We are rich in our hearts Amen. because he makes us rich. Amen. That's very important. I don't know if anybody yesterday heard the teaching from Kenya, from our, our pastor. Yesterday, you heard it. That's very important, very important teachings, you know. Mm. But if you can tune in every Saturday mm. around uh, YouTube, you can find it direct. You can yeah. take with it direct. You can have a direct teaching from uh, Shane, the one we're teaching around the TV 
in Kenya and other places. So, and he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, Ephesians 4.12, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Edifying the body of Christ. So he's the head, and you are the body. Which edifying? You and me. He's edifying that for us. We need to learn and grow. You know, we're never going to say we know enough. We can learn every day. We can see the hand of the Lord. We can hear his voice that leads us and guides us through his Holy Spirit. It's very important to be in tune because the Word of God says, My sheep hear. Give it louder. My sheep hears my voice. My sheep hear my do you have sheep here? Yes. If you are God's sheep, please raise your hands. Okay. Say be. Okay. So, I'm sorry. Now say the together. My sheep hear my voice. Okay. Again. My sheep hear my voice. Not the sheep. That says be. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's important that we say it because if we don't say it, we don't get the power. What is the word? The verse says in Josiah uh, 9, which was? Remember it? Let me find out. It says, like. To meditate in my words day and night. Just what? Yeah. Want to read it for us? Yeah. I want to read that own version. Sure, okay. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. So we need to meditate day and night. And then as sheep we are, we need to hear his voice. Because sometimes I hear, I don't hear God. You need to go to quiet place to hear God. Because your mind is... Busy, 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 busy. What about this? What about that? What about this? But if you quiet down, you'll hear his voice. Yeah. Because if Jesus says it, that's actually right. Amen. So Ephesians 4, 13 says, Till we all come in the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man, and to measure and stature of the fullness of Christ. Till we all come in the unity of the faith. So you have to think about that. Take it home. Keep it in your heart. Mm -hmm. Ephesians 4.13. And go and memorize it. And just meditate on it. In the unity of the faith. We need all to have a unity in faith. Faith in what? 
God in Jesus that he is <coughs> and the knowledge of the Son of God and to a perfect man and to the measure of status of the fullness of Christ so we need to understand actually who is Christ what he has done to understand the Trinity to understand Father, Son and Holy Ghost is one you know is one person and three personalities that's very important to understand it God is one and Jesus and the Holy Spirit they are one one in person three personalities so that is important because people will ask you they'll tell you believe in three gods no believe in one God you need to stand in faith to know the word of God as everything depends in the word of God and to pray as everything depends on prayer but if you don't know the word of God, you do not know how to pray. And in Colossians 1.15 says, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? Colossians 1.16 For by him were all things created. By him, who him? Who is him? Jesus, they are, that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. So let's uh, say together the last few words. All things were created by him and for him. Let's do it together. All things were created by him and for him. So we are created for him. For his pleasure. Because he had a pleasure when he created us. Amen. He has love that exploded. You heard about the Big Bang, the, the scientist says? Everything became a chaos and there just was nothing and suddenly a big bang happened. Actually it's true. A big happened, a big bang happened. But it was God has so much love and he exploded yes. and he saw creation Amen. happen because he couldn't hold himself. Thank you, Jesus. His love exploded. And part of his love is you and me and all people here. And that's why we need to tell them the good news about the gospel. The gospel is his good news. Share the love of God. Because not only for ourselves. That somebody said this morning, we need to love, to learn to love one another as he loves us. But to not look at first who loves me, then I can love somebody else. But we know he loves us first. Amen. So we ought to love others. So let this love that he comes inside of us through him to explode. And if you have any hindrance of forgiveness and lovingness to any anyone, please make sure forgive. It's not something you can do to work. Like we heard the other day, we were somewhere with a team from here, witnessing and praying for people. But this had to work like a long walk to forgive things. You don't have to work. Just forgive. 
as Jesus forgives you. When Amen. He came here on earth and He went to the cross, Amen. He okay. forgives all your sins just like this. Didn't took time. In Colossians 1.17 And He is before all things and by Him all things consist. Colossians 1.18 And He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the preeminence. Colossians 1.19 says, For it pleased the Father that in Him should all fullness dwell. In Him all fullness dwell. Colossians 1.20 And having made peace through the blood of His cross by Him to reconcile all things unto Himself. By Him, I say, whether they be things on earth or things in heaven. For by things, by Him, everything, everywhere. There is no place in the universe that is, Jesus is not there. It is not belongs to Him, by Him. So now today we hear about people want to go to the moon. They want to go to, what's this planet there? Uh, that is, uh, they want to go and explore and live in different planets. That's how they want to do it. But in the Bible, it says, even if God will hide in your star, in the stars, I'll bring you down. That's in the Bible. Yeah. People need to read the Bible better. So I'm going to go up to the stars. I'm going to go create water, atmosphere and stuff, make explosions. Actually, they do have now preparing these days to go, what is the... The place he wants to go, this rich guy, this planet. Not the moon, the farther, further away. That is, uh, Mars, yeah, in the Mars. Here, actually, they are, they are planning. They have actually vehicles ready to go, people ready to go, to go there to inhabit it, Mars. But we haven't even find things on Earth. Yeah. We haven't changed things on earth, and we want to go over there. That is really not really very thoughtful, and really not much loving, I believe. But anyway, but God says He will bring us down. Even if we go to hide. Colossians 1.20 says, And having have made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself. By him I say whether there be things on earth or things in heaven. I read before, okay. Colossians 1.21, And you that were sometimes alienated and enemies your, to, with your mind by wicked works, yet now, has he reconciled? He knew where his enemies, mm. but now he reconciled with us through his blood through the cross. Colossians 1.22 In the body of his flesh through death to present you holy 
and unblameable and unrevocable in his sight. Colossians 1.23 If you continue in faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which ye have heard, and which we was preached to every creature which under heaven, whereof I, Paul, I am made minister. That's the words of Paul in Ephesians, in Colossians 1.23, that Paul was a minister. So Jesus came here and preached the gospel. His disciples preached the gospel. And today we continue preaching the gospel. People today will tell you, you know, oh, the gospel is corrupted. The gospel is not true. Uh, but one thing we need to realize, think about the, anybody heard about the story of Alexander the Great? Alexander the Great, the first writing about him was 400 years after the first book about story about great Alexander was 400 years afterwards. And uh, Homer Iliad was about 300 or 400 years also. The first historical evidence that actually it happened. I'll read quite a little bit short here about some evidence about the Word of God, about the Bible. I'm going to go back into that. But you know, all the, all the books of the Bibles, right? We have the four Gospels. Do you know four Gospels? Mark, Luke, John, Matthew, right? Then we have the epistles. James, 1 Thessalonians, 2 Thessalonians, Galatians, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Romans, and all Philemon, all these letters. Okay, I can start here like the book of Mark been written 66 years after the birth of Jesus. So, Jesus was on earth, get born, after 33 years, he's crucified, resurrected. That's a historical fact. 66, 30 years after that, the book of Mark. There is no other historical evidence for all these books. It was not less than 100 years after Jesus' birth been written. There is no other historical book anywhere in the world that has shorter time and so fast. So there were people who were alive with his disciples. The people heard him. The people saw the, his resurrection. You know, he was there when he resurrected. Where 500 people saw, saw him. He went and walked with his disciples to the mountain of Emmaus after he was resurrected. And he talked to them and teached them for Two, three hours almost a day till he realized it was Jesus because he could not recognize him. And then when he recognized him, they disappeared. 
So people saw Jesus in life. He was resurrected. There is not a lie. There is the truth. The only truth in the gospel. And Jesus is the only one that resurrected from the dead. And he's the only one that he has an empty tomb. Yeah. There is no one that yeah. has an empty tomb. Amen. He's the only one is Jesus. Amen. I could expand it much more and not like the the only gospel of John, it took a little bit longer, it's about eighty five AD. That means uh, fifty years after his his uh, crucifixion. But all the other gospels was first Peter all the letters all about thirty years after Jesus' resurrection. Because they were not such a long time. Because those days there was no printing, there was no typewriter, there was no computers. Things happened hand by hand, somebody copied, sent a letter to you, to you, to you, and they go going all around. And the gospel was preached with the mouth. One by one. They were sharing the story. They were sharing the gospel. And that was the good news that nothing got corrupted. So don't let any man deceive you. The word of God says. Peace with God through faith. Romans 5.1 Therefore being justified by faith. You've been justified. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into his grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so by the glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations, troubles, poverty, hunger, worketh patience. And Romans 5, 4 says, And patience, experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. What means shed abroad? Put out in abundance. You know, like get a bucket of water and I throw it down, Shed it down. He threw it to us like unto us. He came unto us with power. Shed on us. <clears throat> For when we were yet without strength, in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For Romans 5 7 says, For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet Peradventure for a good man, some could even dare to die. But God commended his love to us, towards us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. For if we were enemies were reconciled to God by the death of the Son, of His Son. Much more be reconciled, we shall be saved 
by his life. Mm -hmm. Saved by his life. Which life? Jesus' life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, for whom we have now received the atonement. What's the atonement? Who knows? Receive atonement, forgiveness of sin, or receive redemption. Atonement is a redemption. Somebody paid for you. So if you pay rent in your house, and somebody come and pay your rent, you don't have to pay it. So you're supposed to be crucified. You're supposed to go to hell. But Jesus came and pay hell for you. Pay with his death and his blood. So you don't have to suffer yourself. You have been forgiven. You will be redeemed forever and ever. The only thing you can do is you to receive it. To do what? To receive it. That's very important. Death in Adam, life in Christ. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned, and come short of the glory of God. So, what happened? Adam sinned, right? And we lost, actually this earth was belonged to Adam and Eve. God gave to them to be able to control it and to live in it and to be perfect. But Satan came and deceived them. A lie. Because Satan is the liar. He always lies. When he is two times he, 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 he lies. You know when? When he opens his mouth well, he's closed his mouth. He always lies. <laughs> there is no truth in him. There is no truth in him. Even when he doesn't talk, he's lying. Because he doesn't want to talk because he can, you can see it, he's lying. When he talks, he's lying. So that's the thing he did to Adam and Eve. He lied to them. And what he did? He stole the kingdom. So he becomes slaves. And that's why we died. We died. Since then, Adam and Eve, his spirit died. They were. They didn't know they were supposed to die. It took about 900 years to die, Adam and Eve. But they started dying. Start dying till Jesus came. Yeah. So let's see what he says here in the Word of God, because maybe for five, Romans 5.13 says, For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed where there is no law. Mm. Romans 5.14 says, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses over them that have not sinned after the similitudes of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come. So, Romans 5.15 says, But not as the, of, as the offense 
shall also is the free gift. For if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift grace which is by one man, Jesus Christ, have abounded to many. So sin, death came with Adam, but grace and life came by Jesus Christ and salvation. So how can we receive this gift? So we won't die by opening our hearts and receiving yeah. and receive the gift of God. Romans 5.16 But as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift of God for judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offenses and to justification. So there is a free gift of justification if you receive Christ. And I believe all of you have received Christ here. For if, if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one name. What's the name? Jesus, Jesus Christ. So the abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by one, the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men and to justifications of life. Has anyone finished not justified? Has anyone feels, feels that he's not been justified? Are you not feeling justified? Me. No, no. Because <coughs> you have your, your hand, I think. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, if you don't feel justified, <coughs> that you can fix it right now. Because he already be forgiven. If you have received Christ into your heart, you are born again. Amen. And your spirit will be born again. And, but if you feel like something is wrong, please come and see Emily afterwards. It's something we can pray with you and we can encourage you and help you. So that as sin have reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ. Romans 8.26 says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us. With groanings, we cannot be uttered. So, sometimes we don't know how to pray. That's why we need to learn to speak in tongues. Sometimes he don't know what to say. He can say, Jesus, that could be enough. If you don't know what to say, how to express yourself, how to yeah. get it out, just say Jesus. Jesus is always there. Holy Spirit is always there. He sits in the right hand of the Father. 
the Spirit is here. His Spirit is in you. Romans 8.27 And he that searches the heart knoweth that is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Romans 8.28 says And we know Say it all together And we know You know what? Say it! You know it! I just wanted to get you You said out of your mouth I don't have to say it. You say it for me. Yes. It's okay. Romans 8 20. And we know. And we know. That all things work together. For good. To them that love God. To them who are called. According to his purpose. Amen. Not for everybody. Work for good. But in the end. For you. All things will work for good. To them are called according to his purpose. Are you called according to his purpose? Why you feel you are here on earth? Why you are here? Purpose. What's your purpose? Anybody know what's your purpose? To love one another, to help one another, to share the gospel, and to help bring everybody we can to the kingdom of God. We are here to bring the good news, to be ambassadors of His grace, to be ambassadors of His kingdom, to be ambassadors of His good news, to be able to change this world. We're not here to take care of ourselves. We are here to help others. Romans 8.29 For whom he did for you, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son. To be conformed to the image of his Son. To be like Christ. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Romans 8.30 Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called and whom he called them also justified. And whom he justified, he also glorified. So this is important to understand. You've been called, you've been justified, you've predestined, mm. and you have a, he has a plan for you from the creation. So you need to find out his plan and to really... Try to do that plan with him. Try to walk in parallel with God. Know what God has done for you. You don't have to do anything because of you have to. You do it because of love. Because, because he says, for God so loved the world, right? So he loves you so much. So also we love the world. And we want to help the world to change. And to bring his love. So Romans 8, verse 31 says, actually it's a good study to do Romans 5 and Romans 8. What shall we then say to these things? 
If God be for us, who can be against us? Romans 8.32 says, He that spareth not his own son, but deliver him up for all of us. For shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Freely give us what? All things. What is all things? Anybody knows? Everything we need for life and godliness. Everything you actually, you have need. You know, I'll tell you a street story. I'm not just my timing because I understand. You know, you heard about the George Muller? Anybody heard about George Muller? Anybody? Okay, this was about a couple of hundred years ago, 250 years ago, maybe three. They were in Germany. He's a German uh, rich kid. He was a thief. He started stealing. Then in the end of his life, not in his life, he ended up, he learned the gospel, he went to school, and then the Lord changed his life when he got saved. And he opened orphanages all around England that he actually took care about 40 to 50,000 orphan kids at one time. You know, he had so many orphanages. And he helped many, many missionaries around the world. His motto was, he never asked anything of a man. We only ask God. Mm-hmm. So when they, they had no food in the orphanages, they put everybody, set up the tables, put the plates, put the spoon, and they start praying, asking the Lord. <coughs> there was no one time, there's no fail one time. God answered prayer for every, every time for the kids to have food to eat. <coughs> That's important. God is not unjust. He knows what you need. And if you cannot make it, you cannot have it, you cannot buy it, you cannot do it, he'll bring it to you if it's your need. I testify that for my life. I'm 72 years old, 73 soon. I have no pension, I have no salary. Last 50 years, close to 50 years, God has been taking care of us by miracles. Of course, there's work to do. There's a lot of miles to walk. So a lot of gospel to preach, a lot of things to do, a lot of dishes to wash. But I had no salary and no pension or anything. But God supplied all my needs, my family and my kids and everybody according to his riches. Because we serve a good God. God knows what you want, what you need. And if you want to, if your wants want to please him, he gives you also what you want. So now Romans, uh, okay, Romans 8.33, who shall lay anything to charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Romans 8.34, who is that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who can separate us from the love of Christ? 
such tribulations, distress, persecutions, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. Sword, we can say wars or anything else. Mm. Hs. says, as it is written, for thy sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for slaughter. Nay, in all things we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor thick presence, nor things to, to come, nor height, nor death, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Now, power card, law shedding can separate you from the love of God? Actually, law shedding could bring you closer to the love of God because it can force you to read the Bible. Light a candle and read the Bible. Yeah. And forget about the shopping yeah. in the movie. You know, just get something nice, something feeding, be able to. Okay. So there's another aspect now on what happened here. We can really go. You know, we talk about Jesus is the head of the church, right? But when he came, did he never mention to anybody that he, he was the Son of God? The only one time he went in a synagogue on his area and he mentioned to them that he is anointed. And this is scripture been fulfilled now. But nobody knew anything. And we go now in, a little bit back now here in uh, Matthew 16, 13. It says about Peter confesses Jesus as his, the Christ. When Jesus came unto the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? I am. This is King James. And they said, Some say you are John the Baptist. Some say you are Elias. Others say you are the prophet. And Jesus says, he said to them, But whom say ye that I am? Who say ye that Jesus is? Make sure that you have it clear into your heart and to your mind. And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to them, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, upon Peter means stone, you are stone. But then he changed, and upon this rock himself, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys 
of the kingdom of heaven. Mm. And whatsoever shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever shall lose on earth shall be lost in heaven. We'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to connect with us, or if you'd like us to pray with you, please contact us at info at gracelife.co. If you'd like to order more resources or discover more about us, you can visit our website at www.gracelife.co or find us on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube.